we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. I want to teleport with you And I don't care about where we're going And what we jump through No matter where we land When we hit the ground running There's nothing left to go Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Ben from Dear Sunday, back again. Hello. Hello, thank you for having us again. That's all right. Good to be back. Um, do you want to introduce yourself and the other members, just in case anyone has not heard our last episode? Yeah, so um, I'm Ben um, from Dear Sunday, I'm the lead singer and rhythm guitarist. Mason is um, the lead guitarist, Calvin is the bass guitarist, and then Eli is the drummer. So we're little four-piece from Perth, Western Australia, and um, yeah, once again, first on the um, six, so it's good to be back. Yeah, I know, we chat in February this year, which feels like literally two years ago. Um, it's fucked, it's gone so quick though, it's like, I know. I can't believe that was that long ago. And I feel like so much has happened, I feel like it was a really long time ago as well, but also not that long ago at all. I can't even remember what, if, like where we were at. Yeah, I know. There's so much shit that's happened. Yeah. I guess that, yeah, that lewd song's come out and heaps of shit's happened. So yeah, it's been a busy, like, not even a year, but fucking hell. Exactly. Like you've, so since you played on, tri- yes. had songs played on Triple J, you've played like yes. a ton of shows, played with like Pacific Avenue and Boo Seeker. Mate, it's all happening. No, yeah, no, no, but then the funny part, those shows never actually happened. We got, no. we, went, we were on the bill for it and then the, the COVID thing happened. So, the Pacific Avenue thing fell through um, because of COVID and then the Bow Seeker thing fell through as, as well. But we've built some real good relationships. So it's like we got the clout and all the fucking friendships from it without actually doing anything. So <laughs> It'll be fun when it happens one day at least then. Yeah, yeah it will. We've, uh, we've got like, um, we've, we're like all follow each other on Instagram and shit now. Like Bow Seeker FaceTimed um, one of the boys for our whole like set the other day when we played at Rosie. So. Everyone's just like good friends now without doing all the hard shit. So it's been sick. <laughs> yeah, cool. Oh my God. So um, let's kind of, I mean, we'll do a recap on like the songs you've released since we last spoke because you've released quite a few. Um, yeah. You released Fancy First. That was the first one since we last chat. Fuck so, no, that was ages ago. Yeah, it was so long ago. So tell me about Fancy. Tell me how it all, what what the song's about, how it came to be. So that song, I'm pretty sure Mason and I had a bit of like a moment where we went to the warehouse where we practiced and we just got stuck into writing some music. And I think we came out with like three songs from there. I think we came out with Eye to Eye, Fancy, and then Knock Knock. Knock 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 isn't out yet. That's coming soon. But um, we just had a bit of like a moment where we just got on a tangent and decided to write heaps of music. So Fancy is about someone who's a shit dancer. Um, but you just like the way they dance and kind of like the aura about it and like they have a bit of fun is like an attractive trait to have or like a good trait to have. So it's like a conversation between a, um, two people on the dance floor, which is pretty good. And that song did, that was pretty funny. The whole set on Saturday just being when we played at Rosemount, someone was holding up their phone to all the whole like, like on Snapchat, they put up like, play fancy or whatever. The whole entire set was just this dude just holding, holding up fucking fancy. And I was like, yes, ever get into it. Dude, yeah, at no, the end, man, you gotta wait till the end. Yeah, literally, I was like, "Fuck, we're hard to get, man." They making it awkward, and I was like, <laughs> to play it on repeat. But yeah, that, it, that feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, but yeah. So fancy, and then lonely, and then lonely. Whoa! So yep. lonely is about that's about like a relationship between someone and 
like alcohol, but it sort of sounds like I'm talking about a chick. But if you get more into the song, it's about just like a relationship with something that affects you. So it's pretty relatable from like both sides. Um, be more of a slower kind of like fairy tale-ish kind of vibe of the song, which is um, a bit of a dear Sunday sound, I think. But yeah, that song is still there, ticking over. It's got a, it was cool because in that um, in that cover, the artwork. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, yeah, hey, there's heaps of little, uh, um, little Easter eggs that uh, we sort of gave out for people. So now you can see on there's like a teleport, which is teleport from the EP. And then there's like Ida, there's like Love Eyes in one of the corners, which is one of the songs on the newest EP. There's a She Spoke one. There's, yeah, so there's like all these little Easter eggs for what we're going to put on the EP. So that's pretty cool. Now that's that that's out, you can go find that. It looks yeah. bad. Who did it again? Yeah, so Big Sam. Um, which is um, Sam Horn, which is one of our best mates, who's tattooed a whole bunch of us. I've actually got his, I got his name tattooed to my leg. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a dear Sunday tat. So that was one of his Let's first go. proper tattoos that he was allowed to do when he um, finishes it. Finish it. So yeah, he's um, he just the one who designed all that merch too. Oh, sick! Maybe I so need. It's, it's pretty good. Sam tattoo. I think that's my next move. I think so. I think so. I think it's a. Uh, the given. There's a few people floating around in them, so I love it. It's good. It's good. Pretty funny that we can just stay within our friendship group when we do all this shit. Probably the nicest part about it all. Yeah. Like every every aspect of like even our manager and like all that stuff are like all best mates. So it's like a real effortless kind of environment to be what well, working, not really working, but like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, you're all on each other's level as well, and you can just like be brutal. Yeah, as- trying. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the level. It's like just scraping through is the level that we're at, but. As long as we're all on the same, just scraping through level, it works perfectly fine. I yeah, think. literally, I'm doing an assignment at the moment. It's so funny because all three of us, it's like a group fucking, we're doing, making a magazine, but we're all so behind, yeah. but together we're behind. Like, and yeah, so see, we're not mad at each other. Matters. We're you like, set, cool, you're running like your own pace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love it's, it. It's exactly the same as us. It's a funny scene. It's a good and about. You've released... Well, you didn't release, but we did release, but someone made remixes of What Is Stay. Like three. <laughs> there's remixes. like a million. There's like five. It's really? Like, there's, there's another one coming out really, like soon by AC13. Um, and it's like the dirtiest dubstep sort of like remix ever. Sick. It's elite. Dude, they're all so actually comes out good. Next week. Yeah, they're cool. Eh? It's so funny, man. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Now, like, one of our most popular played songs in our Spotify is a drum and bass song. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> When I actually done this. Do you play any of them at your gigs? Yeah, we play one of stay. We did like a little um surprise thing where at the end of like we got the on course we did the whole like play hard to get, go off stage, come back on stage thing and then play one of stay but only went back on to stage with the three of us, Calvin we pretend like Calvin was getting beers or whatever. And then Calvin's a bass guitarist, so Mason jumped on bass. And then for like that big drop sort of part of the song, the main part of the song, Calvin does his sick little blues solo. Because he's originally a guitarist, so no one really knows that. So we all swapped instruments and Calvin did this sick blues, blues solo. That would be this so funny, curveball. just like playing a gig and then just dropping this D&B track like right at the end. I, I think we're going to try to figure out a way of doing it so it actually goes into the song. We When we finished the set on Saturday, the um, sound dude, he chucked it on. There's like a finish. There's like once we finished our set and then we all just had a bit of a boogie. But it's a, it's a pretty fun little collab. We love that shit. So it's like... Yeah. Love it. Do you have know. a favorite yeah. of the remixes? I think the original. I think the original is sick, but that that dubstep one that's not out yet. That's probably like the best out of the remixes. It's pretty sick though. Fred V did one. He's like a real established, like well-known drum and bass artist. So pretty crazy to think that those people like have worked on tracks that we wrote. 
Yeah. It just kind of rattles us. Like the other day, this is like one of the moments where I was like, holy shit, is that um, Mason did like a, a write-up for, um, it was called like a love letter from us to like a, an album. And it was like Mason talking as if he was talking, doing like a love letter to a, to someone. But it was about an, um, his like favourite album, which is, uh, in, I think it's one, of the, it's one of the Kooks albums inside and something, I don't know. But we, Mason did it and wrote it. And it was like a photo of our EP and like said like from Beer Sunday and it was like this big headline on this music feed um, article. And then Mason sent us a screenshot and the lead guitarist from the Kooks shared it. And we're like, holy fuck. And then Mason was like losing it because that's one of his favourite bands. Yeah. And then I've gone onto the Kooks Instagram and they fucking shared it. So yeah. like we're all sitting there like going like, how the, it's just so thinking like that, like the fact that they even read it is like crazy. But then for them to... Like they're very influential for all, like most fucking people. Like everyone knows fucking naive and Caesar and all that. Like, yeah. And then now they just now our, they know our band name. Yeah. Like if someone cool. was like, "Oh, dear Sunday," they'd be like, "Oh yeah, they're those Aussie dudes who like did that nice write up of us." Yeah, that that's fucked up. But what do you think of that? So weird. <laughs> Fuck, I love shit like that. Like I was talking to this guy the other day, and like he's he was his fucking story was insane. Like his life just literally panned out for him so perfectly. But like he, one of his like favorite rappers at the time was like 360. Like back in the day when 360 was like the goat. Um, the goat, yeah. Yeah, and then something happened, and he ended up getting invited to this like after party that 360 was at. And then, th- and then, like, made mates with 360, and then he shared all his like music and stuff. And I was like, "What? I fucking imagine the guy that created your career being your mate, just out of." Well, that's who we meet. Like, it's just fuck. That's so weird, man. That rattles me. I love it, and it's just gonna keep happening. Like weird shit, like that's just gonna. It's keep so happening. it's just fucking weird. I've been listening to the Cooks for so long, and then I just have a photo of us in our friend's bathroom covered in fruit loops <laughs> and they know our band like are you fucking kidding me that just shouldn't happen this is so weird anyway <laughs> here we are um so then so your latest single off of the ep is teleport tell tell us about teleport it's kind of weird because like from just doing interviews and like talking about the track so much because it was like a almost like a passing sort of track i never really stuck out to me personally but i remember being at work and i was like had that vocal hook like oh i do you and i sung it into my voice memos and then went through to the warehouse with the boys and figured it out straight away and then that was it and then it's funny because that lead line at the start that do 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 that like, kind of catchy lick is like something that we added very last minute to the whole record like we weren't even gonna do it and then our producer was like no, nah, we need we need something there. Like it needs to be something. And then we came back, and that's that's sort of what we had. Now it's like the most wicky part of the whole track. Yeah. So it's pretty funny, but it, as like I always remember it being like just wanting to like get away sort of thing. And then subconsciously, I reckon the whole COVID thing just was eaten away from my inside out. And now I think about it, it's like the whole itchy feet wanting to just get away, wanting to like run away. And like I've always had this vision of like, which never happened, which is weird, but having a conversation with a girl after like a night out, it's like, fuck it. Like she's like, I'm sorry, but I just want to get out of here. Like fuck, I'm sick of this whole like normal like shit that we do every weekend. Like, let's just go. And then me, me being like, all right, well, wherever the fuck you want to go, let's go. And like, but that conversation's never happened. But even when we play it, I'm always thinking about this. Like I, I literally can see it. Like I'm at my parents' like doorstep. Like it's such a weird thing, but yeah, it's, ne- it's never happened. But no, I feel that so much. much lately. I actually literally was just like writing my, in my journal about it. Um, but yeah, I was it's just the feeling of like, even though shit is like 
open and like COVID isn't a thing. I just want to like piss off somewhere. Like I just want to yeah. like, I don't know why, I don't know where, but I just yeah, want to and not be anywhere yeah. here and just like go somewhere else and just to another yeah. world, wherever the freak. Yeah. yeah, and that's exactly what Teleport's about. Teleporting somewhere else. So that's like the whole, the more I've had to explain what the song's about, the more I've realised I'm like, fuck, it's literally just me ready to go. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm out, guys. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Later, I'm going. But yeah, that's it. There was never going to be the lead track on the EP. We had another song that we got in our back pocket that we are going to use as the lead track, and then we just decided to hold off on it and wait for a better time to release it. And then everything got shuffled around, and then it was like, is Love Eyes going to be the track or is it Teleport? And then sort of went back and forth, and we thought that Love Eyes was a little bit too, like, on the back end. Like, it's like, it's, but it's my favourite song on the track, but, like, I don't know. It's just like not as energetic as teleport. So coming to summer and stuff like that, we'll, we'll run with teleport. But yeah, the EP is pretty diverse. It's very like yeah. I was gonna say like you go from the first to the second track, and they're literally polar opposite tracks. Yeah, it's fucked. Some emotional rollercoaster. I feel like the way we structured it's pretty the best way of doing it though, because it's like I don't know. I feel like if we went love eyes into Ida I'd be like holy fuck what the fuck just happened sort of thing yeah yeah Ida Eye is like a super surf rock like peachy kind of like vibe is weird well so EP is called Draw 4 yeah so, and that was the most random fucking thing to I don't know what we called we called it that because I made the borders heads of colourful shit and I was holding the Draw 4 card and I was like there's four stops on the tour four of us four songs that like kind it. of works really well though it's kind of nice yeah and plus I'm a fucking Uno goat <laughs> That, um, that's a lie I fucking suck fuck I I really this keeps happening to me I'm always out and I actually need to just go buy a, a deck of Uno cards and just like have them on me because I'm always out our friend did that situation. every fucking one of our friends did that and it's so good oh, I need to do it's it there's been like ever. countless situations in the past like two weeks where I've been sitting somewhere really random and we've been like fuck yeah. we play. I was at a doof last week and they were like Fuck, play Uno right now, and I was like, that would have been prime. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Do it. Isaac used to do it all the time. He just moved away, which sucks. But like, he was religiously, he always had two deck of Uno cards, and we just play it full time every pub we went to. So sick. I love it. Okay, I think yeah, I think it's gonna be my next move. I'm doing it. Yeah, good idea. Um, what what good what's idea. your favorite track off the EP personally? Love Eyes, Love Eyes for sure. I don't know. I just feel like I wrote that song fucking ages ago. I'm talking like five years ago maybe six years ago and I, I don't know it's just like we never really played it like we used to play it live maybe once or twice when we first started and then yo hey bro oh, what the fuck <laughs> Wait, what guys just joined the chat what's up dude what not much um I was just saying what my favourite track is on the record oh that's right Love Eyes Love Eyes Yours would be, See, that's funny because like Love Eyes was my least favorite and yeah. it's now it's the most strange. That's what everyone. Things. That's what everyone tells me they love the most, and I'm just like I know nothing. I give up. What's yours, Mace? <laughs> um, mine would probably have to be eye to eye. I'm, I'm a fan of all the pretty, like happy stuff. I'm I'm a very that type of person. And Mason yeah. doesn't swear, so he can't see. Mace. Yeah, yeah, I don't really swear um, much, if not at all. It's um, I don't know. I just sort of decided to do it when I was younger and it sort of just carried through, like never made the habit out of it. It's really helped with work and stuff though, because yeah, I was going to say, like, probably in, for the best. Yeah. Instinctually. I don't like pop out an F bomb when something happens or something. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would like 
be the worst teacher. I'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go, Sate. <laughs> yeah. I did, like, teaching a classroom and, like, dropping something and then just, you couldn't control Yeah, yeah, or, like, stubbing your toe or something. Like, yeah. it just doesn't come out for me, so it's good. Worked out well. I didn't even need to stub my toe to swear. Yeah. <laughs> that's not me. That's where I'm at. Yeah, Ben at the our first All Ages show. We were like, I don't know, are we allowed to swear or not? Like, and then I don't know, what'd you say? Like, oh, like usually when I get on stage, like around start and stop. <laughs> I just yeah, I'll be like, I know just to get everyone I'm all excited, everyone's excited and we're playing around. And I'll just be like, like for example, like Rosemount. I was like, Rosemount, what the fuck going on? Like, yeah, we're all excited. And then I said, HQ, how the fuck? I was like, I'm choking. It's like, like around, we're all good. I was like, seven. <laughs> I love it. And it's so funny because, like, all ages probably love it more because they're like, oh my God. Yeah, they love it. That was going nuts by the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I think that was once fun, I back that was a little bit. The all, ages, the all ages scene is killing it right now. I think. Yeah, I was going to say, do you reckon all ages shows pop off more? I reckon they do. Yeah, they. It's definitely like a crazy thing to see the transition between like like Mason brought it up the other day saying how like it's cool to go watch live music now. Like like you see all the younger kids come through. Like it's not so much DJ orientated. Like when we were growing up, there's more DJs, but now it's like everyone's gone back to wanting to go watch live music. But every every band that I've seen play at an all ages show is fucking heaving. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's I didn't even, like, you right cool those kids love it. We we're signing t-shirts and shit. Yeah, we're now. signing t-shirts. That was weird. I love it. <laughs> yeah, because they're like number one fans. They'll like take a million photos and like get you to sign oh, on. Yeah. And they'll sell it when you're all big and famous. Yeah. Yeah, I love I think it. like with that underage crowd, it's like I guess it kind of sucks they don't have as much opportunities to see live music. So it'd be sick. Like those people that are doing that right now, like good on you, keep you on. It's like real cool for them to be able to experience that because that's how you get like motivated and they are the next generation of music. So like, yeah. Yeah, yeah so true. Very humbling. Who guys' influences for like this um, EP? Or like who got who have you been listening to besides the Kooks? We had our little Kooks chat without your mace. Oh, you spoke about it without me. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know you were coming on here. You were fucking playing. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Like, I don't know. Ben can back me on this. Like, we all listen to such different music that, like, every time you don't we write have an song, influence. Yeah, yeah. Every time we write a song, we're just like, oh, this sounds cool, and then we just slowly add that's our it. stuff to it. But, yeah. I think that's the best part about us is we've met Mason. Always said from day dot, we'll stop doing it when it stops becoming fun, and every just like what we think's fun, and then nothing that just resonates. Because like I don't know, we've never sat down and be like, "This is our sound." I think we sound like Dear Sunday, but that's as that's as like as much of a like I don't know. We're not going to do anything else that we don't think that sounds good. All we do is we just try, and then whatever whatever works works. Like we all listen to so much to like bump bounce off each other's ideas as well, because then it kind of like forms all four of your ideas in one rather than just yeah. yeah. when you don't have direction, it just sort of happens naturally. And there's no like it's never frustrating writing music because we didn't have a vision beforehand. So it's not we like have, it doesn't sound like what we thought. Yeah, we have different types of songs and that just comes from us playing. We're like, oh, this kind of sounds like a, this type of song. And then it'll be like, if it's like a kind of surfy song like Susie, I'll try and like, like, oh, this kind of riff would go kind of well over it. And it sort of just develops from there. Like, um, yeah, I mean, we all listen to different music. Like I never listen to one genre. So it'd be really lame to just like write one genre or one sound. Yeah. What have you guys been listening to lately? All right, what else? Kind of like, just like I'm back on that Ocean Alley kind of like train. I think. No, I love it for Christmas by Mariah Carey on repeat. <laughs> yeah, I've been slapping that. <laughs> That's been bugging up old school. Every every shopping centre for Soldier Boy. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I've 
Turn on ham on Soldier Boy. Turn my swag on. Yeah. Like, every time I want to hype myself up, turn that. Track yeah, on. boy. I love it. Do you guys have like a hype song, like a pump up song before you play? The Halo theme song. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 get together and um, we we like huddle up and we call it the prayer. Like a and, big prayer. Yeah, Calvin plays the, the Halo theme song and he he hypes us up. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> That's cool. I don't know when so it started, funny. but um, we saw Coterie do it once, and they're very like honest, gorgeous, family orientated boys, and like they did that. They got in, like a big circle and did this like big hype thing, and usually we're like, "Where the fuck is Eli?" Like that's yeah. as good as we get before a show. Like we're kind of like trying to like scramble around, like, "Oh fuck, we're on!" And then before we thought we start playing, so now we made an effort and we caught that. I was like, "Should we do one of those Coterie prayers?" And then we just go out the back, listen to Halo, help quick, and then. Calvin is like hypes us up like we're about to play a game of footy. <laughs> That's gold. I love that. Really um, well, like since the last time we've spoken, what, because I'm going to go for the whole favourite gig and worst gig memory situation. Oh, worst gig. <laughs> but go for your lives and tell me favourite gig memory and worst gig memory. My favourite has probably been Between the Rosie and... And our first birthday um, one was yeah and our first birthday this like, that was real like i was a crazy thing it's one of those moments where like you actually have to take a step back and be like this is fucking cool like it's not often i realized at the rosie that's not often you get to have that many people who you actually really like in one room like it's not like it's not to like kill the movie but saying like funerals and weddings you really get to see family and friends and like everyone in one room like just you can just take a step back and watch like people you really like mingling and like but they're there for you for like which is a real nice i don't know i had a real moment the other day where i was like fuck this is cool so i think that's been the nicest thing there have been our two shows that we've done off our own back as well that we kind of really wanted to do well and like wanted it to be a good night and like you could say it resonated a lot with everyone everyone did have a lot of fun that's been my two favorites probably i have to think about worse i don't know worse I can think of a few times where I've been on stage and I was just like, oh, a bit disappointed. Like there was one where like the sound just was set up very like last oh, second yeah, and it was all yeah. thrown we together. Shame and, or whatever, yeah, and it was like it was, was it was a fun show and everyone enjoyed it. But like from a stage perspective, you want to give the people like the best sound you can, and when like you can't hear yourself, you don't even know what you're doing. You start to doubt yourself, and then it was just like yeah. a big negative spiral for me. And I. I got like real drunk yeah. after and cope with it because I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. Actually, that was. Fun. But I mean, it, it was still it still went well and people enjoyed it. But I guess from like a performance aspect, like we definitely felt like we we're a bit hindered by the setup itself. But yeah, it was still fun. Okay, final question: When are you coming to Melbourne? When 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 we're allowed? When we're allowed to. Are you like planning to do a bit of like an Oz tour? Is that like in the in the yeah fuck yeah we're just waiting for yeah, some sure. big band that we can steal clout from to hit us up and be yeah. like hey can you join us we've got Australia? them in the bag we've we got no we got no money for that yeah, time. True, true. yeah. please some coffee help us yeah yeah help <laughs> no, we, I I mean, the billy bones boys are from over there eh? yeah we love the billy bones lads they've been they've been like a lot. helping like send me clothes since i was like fucking 15, like 16 17 so and they message us all the time. Yeah, they're from Melbourne, so they're like always asking us to come over. I think that Melbourne would probably be one of the shows that we'd we'd go over and do something like that for that for them. I think think that that's probably one of our, Melbourne or Goldie. I think will be our first 
Any, any, who's over in Goldie? Pretty much any time. To be fair, yeah, someone just fly us out. Any, anyone just say, hey, can you come play this? And we'll probably do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. I also have it's to get like, a WA. I've literally been trying for like two years. I mean, it's yeah, just see, that's, not happening. That's the thing. If we leave, it's going to be hard to get back, especially if we go to Melbourne. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're trapped there. WA that's ain't right. the easy place to get into right now. Nah, it's fucked. Yeah, you got to get over at WA. It's very some sick fucking bands running laps around here. Yeah, you do. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. There was like we a like, time where I was only interviewing people from WA and I was like, fuck, I've really got to branch out of here. Uh, we were the only ones that allowed to play, that's why. Yeah, legit. So funny. It was so sick. Even the other day, like, at um, our Rosie shows, so it's like, everyone's just one big happy family. Like, the boys, like, sucked up corn crumpets were there, Gable was there, Death by Denim was there. Like, there was like heaps of crew who were like, like just genuinely there. Just, yeah, yeah. Jack, oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw him when we first when we first got there. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So sick. Like, yeah, that's so fucking good. And this yeah. is like, I don't know, everyone's just real. Everyone comes out to support one another as well, which is the best part. Like, it's not about, like, competition. Like, there's enough listeners for everyone to go around. We don't need to compete for, like, listeners. Like, yeah, no. if we could all grow together, that would be the most ideal situation. Like, because we all bounce off each other like one person plays a big show you get another band as support you sh- start sharing the followers you start sharing the fans and listeners then like there's no reason to be all like oh these guys are playing this big show here like they don't deserve yeah, that they don't like, lame to do. yeah like every everyone now everyone's just been like it's every so gig, funny no every one no one thinks they're like, yeah. good everyone like, <laughs> is always like no, everyone just kind of disregards and just flakes compliments to each other. Like, everyone's like, man, that was sick. You're like, no, nah, man, you guys yeah. are sick last week. Like, no, nah, stuff. I just yeah. dances around. It's kind of awkward, like, yeah. Yeah, trying to flirt like with each other, but not. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram feed of comments. Like, oh, you look so good. Like, no, you. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's such a hype up, though. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. We love it. We, I, um, there's been a few, like, things happening lately where we're just like, damn, the Perth music scene is so cool. Like, so wholesome, so supportive, so like inclusive. It's it's been amazing. Yeah, it's only gonna get better. Yeah, we're taking over. You are. You really are. <laughs> well, cheers, guys, for joining me again today. Um, and having no a worries. chat. It's been Thanks nice, nice catching up. Oh, cheers, guys! I've got my little cup. Whatever you have near you, you can cheers me with. Drinking some water. Oh, beautiful. Cheers. Yeah, I'm on the water too. Cheers. cheers.